Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. You're going to risk everything for this girl you don't know? I can't explain it to you, and I don't expect you to understand, but yes, I am. Cammy, do you want to know why I came back here when you told me not to? Because if anything happened to your stupid ass... I'd literally throw myself off a building. So, like, let's I understand that. get the fuck out of here. Get home safe. You are... I will get out of here safe. I don't trust that. I'll stay and look for her. So then you need to get out. And you need to get out. I'm not getting out. I will look for her. I will find her. I'm not no, trusting, have, I'm not trusting that no, bitch. Uh-uh. No. I have no tracking skills. No, I'm not. I'm not leaving without her. You can go ahead. Take them to safety. I need you to get out of here. You're an important asset in this, and you need to escape with her. How am I any more important than you? Cammy. She's got a connection with Val. Cool. She seems to know all three of us. Do you think she's also a technomancer? I believe she might be. She says Val's with her. Like, she's communicating with Val. Isn't this what Val does whenever she accesses the Matrix? She's not accessing the Matrix. She's. How do you know? This was not like anything I've seen before. Um, you weren't in there when that little girl started talking to her and she literally passed out. So you think Val's consciousness is somehow tied to this little girl? I believe so. Okay, then let me help you. And Collateral will take the injured out of the whatever, the CZ. You need to take the button with you. Even though it's already been pushed, we can push it again. I don't think that that button... I also think it's a terrible idea. You saw what happened the last time. No, but I mean, once you... I'll shoot you Rhino's contact. When you get out of the the containment zone, you call him and you get out of here. Okay, look. I'm not leaving until you're leaving. Consider that. Will you you dab your pretty eyes at her and say, What the fuck does that mean? Go. Because, oh, my name's Joe. I like cute girls. And she could be like, please. Collateral. (laughs) Collateral. Uh, I know, but it's like, oh, sorry, it's like inside contact. We're still on a mission. I know, but I was side talking. No, anyway, I'm just, we, you gotta go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any other thing. To... 10,000 extra creds for that guy on your shoulder. Get him to safety. That's what Rhino said. 10,000 extra creds if he's gotten safety in a, in a timely manner. Yeah, and if either of you got hurt, do you think 10,000 extra creds is gonna mean shit? We're not gonna get hurt. Eris, will you go with her? Will that help? I... <laughs> 
I'm asking collateral. Oh. I mean, you might think it's directed at you, so you can answer if you want. But I, I ask, um, will that help? Do you want me to come? I just want all of us to get out of here. It's dangerous. And I care about you. How about we can meet her back here after we get binary and the pilot somewhere safe? <laughs> Fine. Do you want me to stay with her or do you want me to stay with you? Whatever you want to do. I know, this is really hard. Well, Joe is now like... Well, I'm, uh, as, you guys are, as you guys are like dealing with that, I like shoot you guys both Rhino's number. I'm going with Arsenal. <laughs> okay. Joe is headed back to safety. All right. We'll keep our comms open, Collateral. We'll stick together. We'll be fine. You better. So as Collateral is making her way away, two of you are now doing what? I'm going to get into that building to see where that girl went. Okay. Because it, uh, it didn't look like she couldn't just move that trash can no, on that, her own. The stuff, yeah, the stuff that was there is still, was still there when you went back. Right. So she had to have gone deeper in the building. That's my thought. Okay. So um, I want to enter the... Okay. That's not very hard. You go into the building and you see that it is the ground floor of a, like an automotive garage. Mm -hmm. And as you're, you're looking around, you can see there's some pools of liquid. You can see that they've been disturbed. You see little footprints. It's like they head towards some stairs. All right. Those look like her, her footprints. She wasn't wearing shoes. So we should probably follow them. Yeah, it looks like we're on the right track. You follow the foot, footsteps. Joe, as you're making your way out... Your AR is active as you know, you're, you're monitoring chat with them and, and whatnot. And then on your screen in front of you, you see like superimposed, like not like so you couldn't see. It's not opaque, but it's more of like a like a video game where you would put pull up your map. Mm -hmm. OK, and it kind of gives you a, a, a reference and you start seeing your for, your point of reference and you can see like the schematic of the city block that you're on and then you start seeing red dots start to pop up and then like indicating where hostels are but it's not it, this is something that Val would do routinely mm -hmm. through your through your AR cool i am going to business as usual then do <laughs> do my avoiding of the red dots it's just a game. <laughs> yep. All right. So you follow the path indicated by the map, and you don't even have to roll your stealth. You make it to the church without being seen. All right. So the the two of you are now in this building, and you we're having a little bit of a heart tire. I'm like, I'm all for finding this girl, but don't get too attached. We don't know where she came from. We don't know anything about her. Can I like? Because I'm assuming she was with us. We were nine. Like, that's that's where I'm kind of feeling like this is headed towards. Okay. So can I kind of um, express that to Eric? You can make a logic plus logic roll to see if you remember, right? I'm not the game master, so I don't know if you can actually yeah, do that. Yeah, can I do that? Rules as written. <laughs> just kind of like like something, maybe like a last name or something along that lines. Like, like something that's just like... Not... Logic plus logic. Let's do what was this? Oh, that is the memory. Edge roll. plus edge. Oh, that's that's luck. luck. Lucking out. So luck instead of remembering. Keep that in mind. But I can't do like like silvered people, nope. right? So edge plus edge. It's Joe's logic. one success. All right. So with your one success, you're you feel like you're on the right track. 
that you you it's not that you know who she is or you even remember her but something inside you tells you that you're on the right track that to you're feeling like your train of thought or you know where where you're going with this it, it feels right okay when we were first in the vault and she emerged from this life sack thing thing i don't know what to call it she asked val and i if we were going back to the orphan and it felt like she knew us not at this time but she's nine years old and you know the orphanage has been closed for over 10 years i think maybe the rest of this conversation we should have later because there's a lot i don't know about you guys so you follow the footprints uh to the staircase like i said it's like a it's like an automotive uh, garage but it's the building itself is a couple of stories tall like they, maybe there was apartments above the the garage at one point so you uh you follow the footprints up a couple flights of stairs and then you see crouching in an open door you know into in a room you see her and she's crouching down and she's looking like away from you like she's looking into this apartment and she doesn't react as if she can see you as you're coming up and it's almost like a small kitchenette and then there's like a living room and as she's squatting there and she's looking into the living room she's looking at three dead bodies huddled together Cammie, I don't know why I came in here. She's just staring at him. Mm-hmm. And she looks at you and she says, it's everywhere, isn't it? Are you talking about the death? Something bad happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to get worse. What do you mean? I don't know. I want to go home. Where is home? I want to go home. Are you talking about the orphanage? We're going to get out of here and then we'll find where home is. What about them? And she nods towards the bodies. Eris, as you're standing there, the bodies look desiccated, but it's not like they've rotted. It's more of like they've, they're they just kind of shriveled, almost mummified. And Arsenal, with your vision, you can see that much like the body under the stairs, there's pink crystals growing out of them. Like, tell Eris, you need to back away. Okay. And I'll be like, Mary, we're, we're going now. And she kind of holds out her hand towards the bodies. Bye. And as you're walking out, she's still, like, staring at the bodies as you're walking out. And she goes, no, I won't forget. She, like, gets up and she waves. And, like, as she's walking away, I kind of, like, move her because she's still kind of facing towards them. I mm -hmm. kind of, like, take her shoulder and just kind of, like, turn her away from the bodies. She turns and she looks. They're still there. She doesn't resist or anything like that. She just seems very forlorn as if all of this makes her profoundly sad. Well, we've got to get out of here. It's not safe for us to be here anymore. And I have her, like, get on my back. And we're going home? Okay. Collateral, we found her, and we're heading back. Roger. On your AR, you get the same thing, where you have the area map kind of scrolls up in your vision, and you start to see the red dots of hostels. Are you doing that? Should I not? Just wanted to know if it was you. Val says it would help. It does. And she smiles and she holds out her hand as if she wants to hold your hand. I I am hesitant about it, but I'll I'll hold this little reach into my soul. And... <laughs> <laughs> she holds your hand and as you start to walk, she kind of pats it. So she's got her like your your hand in her right hand, and with her left hand, she kind of pats the top of your hand. I'm sorry. Oh, I just nod at her. It's okay. What are you guys talking about? Uh, it's nothing. Doesn't sound like nothing. It's just something. 
she noticed from my past. It's fine. Joe's waiting at the church. She's probably got like Jimmy and uh, Binary like laying on some pews, and she probably, <laughs> I think she probably got bored after a while and like started like posing them. So she's got like <laughs> Val leaning into Jimmy, and Jimmy's arm is around <laughs> Val. <laughs> Like I had mentioned before, it at one time had been, uh, you know, like a, a non-denominational Christian church, and then uh, the congregation moved on and left the building, and then it was renovated. So the last owners had set this up as kind of like a a meeting room where you instead of like pews facing forward, it's more of a circular thing where you would face the inside. You would all you know be able to look at each other as well as whoever was the speaker and whatnot. And then you see this big uh, emblem in the middle of the circle, and it just you know, it's it's faded and and whatnot, but you can still make out that it used to belong to the Universal Brotherhood. So as you're sitting there, you hear them come in. We need an immediate evacuation from the church. Understood. Wait one, in route. Did you recover the other asset? Yes, and I patched you, it. He actually, he, he hesitates for a moment, and then he says, good, thank you. And I patched him. Joe, you see, they, they have the girl. She's coming in, wearing your jacket. Is it zipped up or is she just like holding it? Like oh no, she's, she's got it. She's got it zipped up. As a matter of fact, she's got it zipped. And uh, if it has any kind of buttons or anything, yeah. it's like it's like very smart. And it h- h- hangs right over her knees, like mm-hmm. she's just yeah, it's a like a big like girl. a big dress. Yeah, it's like yeah. a big leather dress. Hi, Joe. I see you're okay. We were kind of worried about you there. You disappeared. I heard some people calling me. I have that issue a lot too. <laughs> she, she like turns when the little girl isn't looking. She's like she turns and says, "No, I don't." Well, she's still on my back. No, no, she's holding. Oh, yeah, she, she, no, she she's like, got my hand. The little girl like glances around the mm-hmm. the room, and Joe's like, what? "No, I don't." <laughs> you were standing in the middle of like uh, where the speaker would speak. You know, like uh, you know, there's not really a podium. It's more of a it's more of a new agey kind of feel. Okay. You know, you sit around on your bean bags and you look in the center at the person doing the talking and whatnot. I like that idea. Mary lets go of your hand and walks over to Joe, and you're standing kind of near the the center of this uh, mm-hmm. uh, of this thing. And she just kind of puts her hand on you, and she says, "Not good." Okay. And Joe takes a step back. And she says, it's icky. What what about what about it is icky? She just kind of looks down at the at the floor and she says, Something bad happened here. Okay. Joe takes another step back. You're way too chipper for this kid. A few moments later you hear the sound of a vehicle pull up <clears throat> and there was the access door to the outside that you were allowed to go in. But it, you hear it open and you, you hear somebody coming in uh, where you guys had, had come in from the street. And within a few moments, you see Rhino. He's in full, like, battle gear, armor. And I'm talking, like, heavy armor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't wear a helmet, but he's got, like, a stocking cap on, panther assault cannon mm-hmm. over his shoulder as he walks in. And he's got two guards with him in their, like, matching uniforms. And as he comes in, he looks... And he sees you guys and he's like, situation. And then he sees Jimmy laying on the ground mm-hmm. and he drops his cannon and drops down to his knees next to him and is like hugging him. He's not on the ground. Joe would never. Oh, well, he's laying on the pew. on the pew. Yeah. On the beanbag. Yeah, he's in a beanbag. Yeah. He, he's just unconscious. He'll be okay. All right. You see him. He's like rubbing his head like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You get the distinct feeling that Jimmy's they. His son. No, cu- no, no, they they are a couple. Sorry we put him in this situation. 
He shakes his head. And uh, you see him like reach down and he puts his hand on his hand. And I'm, uh, his hand's like humongous because he's a giant troll. Puts his hand on his hand. You see him doing something to his wrist. And then he stands up. He looks at the two guys and he says, take him out front. Rhino stands up and he's, he takes a couple steps off and he's, he, he looks at you and he says, money should be deposited. And then he takes a couple more steps and you, he kind of walks into like a little vestibule and then he says, they got him. No, he's okay. No, he's okay. I know. Okay. They're picking him up now. And he turns around. Well done. Mary's behind you. She's really happy. Who is she, Mary? I nudge Cammy. But I'm like, like, like right, she just looks up her. at you like you're dumb. She's like, really? <laughs> She's got a little sassy <laughs> attitude. Rhino, he says, uh, your money's being deposited. Anything you need to report? Well, we have two of the black boxes. That, and that's off That's off that. So I'm going to hand him the one that I have. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, Val had taken one Right, too. Val had taken the small one with the four chips in it, right? Mm-hmm. You took the one that had the uh, gel strip with wires. Yeah, so I'm going to give him that, that. So you hand him that? All right, he looks down and he goes, he opens it up and he goes, what is it? I was hoping you could tell us. We're just the delivery girls, people. All right, he shrugs. The rest of the vault had more of those, but the building caught on fire. Mm. It's been a, a night. It, not We didn't. There were ghouls and rats. It, it was a lot. And uh, mm. a, and Lone Star, and Lone Star, and an, uh, another mage. Was it Lone Star that shot down the uh, the Hilo? To the best of our knowledge, we believe is some drones, and they were looking for something. There was a guy in the building with this other guy that had these pink crystals growing on him. Okay. We don't know what it was or what he was doing, but he was taking. But, but he, was, he started the fire. He started. He, yeah, the fire. he's the one that. He wanted to dispose of the body he was worried about. Don't know who he was. Bill? Yeah. Bill the... Look, looked like a rat. He... Part of the Voodoo was, Sons? Yeah. He he had a jacket that said the Voodoo, Voodoo Sons, Sons, but it didn't look like it fit. I don't think he was actually part of the Voodoo Sons. He was a rat shaman. I wouldn't have seen his spirit animal. Oh, no, it manifested. Yeah. Oh, it did uh, manifest. It physically manifested. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember if you had said just oh, yeah. Maddie had seen oh, it or no, no, everybody. everybody I just saw, saw it. it super, I saw it in high def. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She saw it before everybody else, and then it manifested. in. A, so it was kind of, it was ethereal, but then it, it whispered in his ear. Yeah. yeah. So he had a rat spirit with him, he which didn't. is what called Lone Star to the attention. He made a distraction of like hundreds of hell rats. Mm. To fight the ghouls. So mission accomplished. Yeah. You hear the sound of a dock wagon ambulance pull up, and you can hear them loading Jimmy up into it. Rhino tilts his head as his, you hear you know like a muffled sound as his calm in his ear goes off, and then he turns and he says, Jimmy's going to be okay. Thank you. I owe you one. No problem, sir. Write it down on your sheet. That's a favor. And you- does she get Rhino as a contact? Yes. You can add Rhino as your contact. Sorry. He says, well, it's part of the job. He knows that. It's just, and then he kind of sits there for a second. He goes, we're going to catch 10 kinds of hell when we get home. I don't know what to say to that. No, that's all he says. And then he goes, there's a car waiting outside for you. Take you wherever you want to go. Does he not notice the little girl doesn't care? Doesn't seem to care no. that you have a half-naked little girl. He didn't really care what was in the vault. He was the one who encouraged us to lie about what was in the vault. Yeah, you gave you gave him something that he could give whoever hired him. Right. 
He he's fine. He didn't. Yeah. yeah, he didn't really completely care. Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> are you gonna night. high five him or you have know? a good night? Finger. She does like a oh weird two finger salute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh, he doesn't. He just he's just standing there for a moment as as you guys kind of walk out. You know, indicating that he's done talking to you. You don't have to stick around. Is the car gonna take us to the Bramalam? Wherever you want to go, he said. Yeah, because I have to pick up my car because it's not too. It's not like completely far away, but it's not like close either. Mm-hmm. And by this time, I'm assuming we're all hungry, so we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta go see Guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, so. All right, yeah. I, just, like, I, I like that our post-mission ritual is Nuka Burger. <laughs> seeing and Guy just and assuming that this little girl is like starving because she looks like she hasn't eaten in a long time or acts just. Hey, Cammy, do you still have all those clothes that are. Yeah, they're in a bag. Cool. Well, well we have stuff to dress her because yeah. I would like my jacket. Yeah, no worries. It's cold. We'll, 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 we'll get her something to wear. Could you just take us? St- um, yeah, the driver's the lo- like uh, location of the Bramalam. Actually, it's it's a a Is driverless it? car. So just you just tell her. You just tell her. You know, it says destination. Bramalam. Well, you tell you, you, I don't know where the destination of the Yeah, you would give it the, the cross streets yeah, of wherever right. you of where had you parked left it. Because you, wherever you, you had them pick, pick us up from just a random right. block. No, I know that, but I don't know exactly. So you just tell them where you left it. Where I left it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so just say yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. Pick a place, any place. No, no, I'm just saying you just tell, you, you remember where you left your vehicle. So you just tell the, okay. the driver where you want to go. And it drops you off. You can all pile in the Bramlam. You can have this vehicle take you, you know, individually where you want to go. It's all up to you guys. Or you can all we ride. gotta all go get Nuka Burger. I'll, I'll I'll stick with them for Nuka Burger. Okay, so you. But as per the last mission, I have pressing things to get. So to. and you have and you also have an unconscious Val with you. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> just joking. <laughs> we kind of so, just lay her, you know, like against the window in the back seat. And yeah. then, like, the little girl is sitting in the middle. Oh, no. Joe is, does Joe have to sit next to the creepy little girl? Yeah. Yep. Because gets shotgun. She's wearing I your... love that I get permanent shotgun. That's how we already talked about <laughs> I this. I know. I just, I'm excited about it still. So, she, yeah, she's wearing Oh, my your, God. Is just Joe trying to She's wearing take... your, your vintage Attack on Titan t-shirt. Hell, yeah. Joe's like, hey, put on that mix CD that I gave you. And, okay, and I'm like scrambling. On, and scram- I'm, like, uh, I'm scrambling in the Bramalam. I'm like, here's the CD converter to plug into your Bramalam. And I put the CD in, and it's. And you play the CD, and it is the Attack on Titan theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, uh, it's just like playing in the background, and I'll be like, Mary, are you are you hungry? Uh huh. What do you, you want? A burger? Uh huh. And fries? Okay. And a shake? Sure. And Joe is explaining to Eris that Attack on Titan, the show, is not very great, but the theme song slaps. <laughs> <laughs> so we pull up. Eris is kind of like, okay, and like really listening. Yeah. Like you can tell that she's like concentrating on the music to listen to it, to like pay attention. You get a message from, let's see, who would have What's the female? set that up? You get a message from McGillicuddy. Like a voice message or like a text? It's just a text. And all it is is just new yen signs. So dollar signs. Oh, yeah. Cammy, you said it was just so you know, your math was off. It should be 67,500 new yen, not 66,600. God, Aries, you're so smart. 
And I like look Should at it. Yep. And, like, <laughs> and so it's sixty-seven thousand plus an additional ten, so seventy-seven. <laughs> Seventy-seven thousand five hundred million. Yeah, but that, unless Val's dead, we don't know, and we obviously don't care. We're going to nuke burger instead. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, well, I mean, that Mary's reassured me she's okay. She's just kind of out of it. She's breathing. Yeah, she's okay. I can see her fogging up the window. So what's seventy-seven thousand five hundred <laughs> divided by four? I don't. I don't know. I don't do math. Welcome to Nukeburger now. Hey, is Guy there tonight? That guy. It's Joe. Oh, I know. <laughs> Guy, what, how's it going? Hello, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Here, hold on. Um, What's everyone's order? And then can I spend a plot point to just say, here's the whole order. Sure, sure. Is the shake, Do you even is the shake machine down? Spend a plot point for that? Um, I don't, I don't want to go through yeah, the process. Right. Of- yeah, you can spend the plot point. Uh, this plot point, not only do they... Uh, is the order uh, given and received? The shake it machine is, is actually working. Everything's, it was everything's last time too. yeah, everything's tip top, and uh, guys on break. So he actually comes and brings it to you outside, and uh, he's like, you know, the window's broken, you know. Uh, so uh, normally we just make people like come up to the window, you know, the, the the main door, and we just slide it to them. But you know, so <laughs> what's up? Not a whole lot. We just got off the night shift. Oh. Uh. Cool. Yeah. Food in, and like Mary's just like shoveling yeah, food like shoveling. in her. This is a cute kid. Hey, I started going to the gym. Am I going to see you at Max's? I heard some shit went down there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And Joe like thunks her head against like the, the side of the window and she's like, a lot happened. I think it's probably fine now. Who knows? Hmm. All right, so for the plot point, you get not only do you get your food, it is correct. Also, he says, you're you're a lot earlier than you normally are. I mean, hell, the the dining room's still open. You guys usually roll through here and we've already closed everything. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, uh, he kind of looks at like looks over his shoulder like and shakes his head and he goes, "Oh, yeah, that those those pieces of drag, man. I wish they would I wish they'd just friggin' leave, you know." Who are they? Fragging cobras. The cobras are in there. Well, yeah, a couple of them came in. They're starting some crap. Oh, I, I can go in there and start some some dreck, you know? Hang on. <laughs> I forgot to care about my broken op at all. <laughs> I contacted Diamond Hal. Did he ever get back to me? Uh, he is not yet. Uh, so, yeah, guys like, yeah, he's... He, they're just, you know, they, they come in, they start crap, and then, you know, they make they make my coworkers feel bad. And have stuff. they said anything about anything going on? I don't know. They're just picking up a big ass order. Hey, I haven't had a chance to tell anybody yet. I'll send a message to the team because, like, guys here, and I don't. Right. I don't know, guy, and I, I, I say, my team had a broken up, and I don't know what happened. I make it. I give. I give Cammy a look. Because I'm already a little like, suspicious well, of. Well, yeah. Cammy. So like you like look at me and I like read like okay, and then I'm like typing away like on my whatever. Excellent column. ADR. So just so I I I'm clear as to what's going on here. So the Bramalam is pulled around to the front, and that's when Guy you're, came out with you're your parked. Food. Yeah, you're yeah. parked. Uh, so so Guy is standing there. Are you guys all still in the vehicle? Yeah. Joe is starting to get out. She's like, I want to go. I want to go in there, guys. I mean, the car is still running. I'm mm-hmm. still sitting in the driver's seat. Right. And, and yeah, Guy has handed you guys your food. I assumed we were just like, like hanging out, windows right. down, talking to Guy. Right. Guy, 
guy fires up a J. I'm on break. Fuck the man. So, and then you see the front door open as you see a guy in a Cobra jacket come walking out. He's got like, he's laden with like all these bags. Joe gets out. Was there a bunch of Cobras there? Just one Cobra? Uh, He said there was a couple of them, but the only one comes out. Yeah, Joe starts. Okay. Okay. We'll kind of like look at him. It's not a full on jacket. It's just a vest that he's wearing. And you can see the Cobra patch on one side and then a prospect patch on the other side. And this guy looks like he's probably 16, 17. Oh, he's, he's, he's an initiate. Oh. And he's carrying all these bags. And he comes walking out and he's just kind of looking around. And he kind of looks back over his shoulder like he's waiting for somebody to come out. This kid needs Jesus. <laughs> I'll give him Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joseph. <laughs> Directs on over. All right. Hey, kid, can I give you a hand with your bags? All right. He looks, he looks over, he like looks at you and he's like, well, Joe, this is probably not a great idea since you just killed one of them. I was wearing a helmet. Are you saying that out loud? Or... Yeah, do you No, <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I do. Just blatantly into this. No, I, I, like, that's, no. Like, I'll say it into your, like, uh, so you hear it in your head, your headset, but, like, you don't. Joe a text. <laughs> Joe mutes <Okay>. it. <laughs> Typical Joe. You see a big M next to Joe's. All right, he looks at you like, what? And then he just kind of, he looks over his shoulder like, is anybody looking, like he's making sure, like, you know, like almost like, did somebody just see this? And then he kind of, he kind of stiffens up and he kind of goes, move along, Bluto. Like, like the, like the Popeye bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that he says. Move along, Bluto. Hey, son. And I put my hand on his shoulder. And I give it a really good squeeze. And, and at this point, I'm like looking at Eris. I'm like, we need to de-escalate this now. Hey, when somebody offers to help, it's polite to not call them names. You're making me drop my stuff. You're making me lose my shit. <laughs> fries are going to get cold. <laughs> you texted someone? Isn't that what yes. you were saying? Yes, that right. was it. Then the response is, I'll get back to you getting food. <sighs> Well, I'll be like, where are you getting food at? Nuka Burger. And I kind of, okay, yeah, I kind of already. Yeah. Uh, As a matter of fact, you are like, you stop and you, you know, like, you're like, oh shit, you look in and he's at the counter. He's not wearing his jacket. Oh God. He just has, he just has his, um, um, he just has like a tank top on. Mm. <laughs> this is my head. I'm not saying this out loud in the car. I'll be like, I'm at Nuka Burger. Which one? And then he turns and he looks out the window. And I'm like, like giving him the wide eyes. Like, cause I'm not like parked. He holds his hand up. He like doesn't even care. Like this is, oh God, no, you know. Joe is continuing to like. Yeah, you're, you're strong arming the kid. Like, son, I think you're falling in with a, a bad crowd here. It's like, what, what are you, my counselor? Yeah, I have a degree <laughs> right here. And she lifts up her, her well, right arm. Yeah, does he say anything uh, to my degree? You kind of have him at a disadvantage. He's got all this food. He doesn't want to drop it because obviously, you know, he. but he doesn't want to look weak. And he's like, you don't want this level of trouble. Just just move on. All right. Hey, you know, I think you're carrying around a lot of toxic masculinity here. I don't even know what that means. Well, let me tell you, son. It's when and then she like goes into a whole spiel about like trying to be the tough man because that's what society tells you to do. I'll spend a plot point if you want for me to continue the spiel. 
No, you can keep doing it. That's fine. You don't have to spend points on it. Cool, uh, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, you're 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 saying this to him, and he and it's lost on him. He's you know he's trying to maintain his cool, but you 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 can tell he's if he knows that if he drops this food, he's going to get ten kinds of hell when he gets back. So he's just like just standing there, like mortified, like what am I going to do? So friend of yours? Not really sure. <laughs> like, like, trying to play it off. It, it's. <laughs> It's complicated. Uh, that's fine. I trust you. So I see Joe is kind of like having this, right. this thing. And so I text this guy. Mm-hmm. So all right, what do you say to him? I think you need to come out and help your guy out here. So he now is like walking out of the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Is his muscles like glistening yeah, well, in, yeah. in the nightlight? Of course. <sighs> oh, he's so hot. And he's not wearing his cobra jacket. He's just wearing a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth is watering. <laughs> All right, so he comes walking out. Into that from the nougat burger. I'll just he, walk, that. he walks out from uh, from the restaurant and he sees what's going on, and he stops as he looks at Joe as you're standing there next to the uh, prospect, and you see his head kind of go. <gasps> oh, he's like a he's like a recruit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought his, na- his name was Prospect. That's why oh I said he's God. an initiate. I know. Billy but Prospect, right. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't. <laughs> Jerry Prospect. <laughs> but the, um, I was thinking like military fatigues, like where you have the. Their last name. See, I, military procedure. Yeah, that's true. what I was thinking. So anyway, he stops and he looks right at you, Joe. And you see him, his head kind of like jerk back like, holy shit. And he says, back away, kid. Just back away. Sir, I'm just. Having a conversation about masculinity with this this young man, <laughs> and I I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a text. I'm gonna be like, listen to him. So he's looking at you, Joe. He tells the kid, back away, just back away. And then he you see him kind of look right at the Bramalam, like, what the fuck, Joe? You're fucking up my love life here. <laughs> That's why I keep pinging you, and I'm like, back to the car now, ASAP. Are you getting my text? Hello? Can you hear me? And I start honking the horn. And he's he's and he so he, he looks at the Bramalam. Uh, obviously, you've got your tinted windows and everything going on. And then he turns back to you, Joe, and he looks back at the Bramalam and like he's putting it all together. And then he takes a couple steps back and he says, "Just let him go." I'm not here to hurt him. I'm here. To educate him, oh. I'm gonna keep pinging you, and you just keep ringing. No, she doesn't. It's yeah, muted. It's muted. <laughs> what keeps vibrating? Can it vibrate in your ear? <laughs> you have a vibrator in your ear. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have some? You know, like a notification. And the- yeah, but if you have a conversation muted, you don't get notifications at all. Well, I'm gonna roll down the window and say, "Get in the fucking car." Joe puts her hands up. It's like, what the fuck ever? Have fun being shitty and hyper-masculine and probably dying at an early age trying to do something hyper-masculine. And she flips him off and goes back to the car. The kid's like standing there like, what in the hell just happened? And I'm texting. I'm like, I'm sorry. All right. I love that you. I love that you're trying to talk him into not being a gangster instead of <laughs> kicking his ass. I'm, I'm so... I'm so proud of you. you. He's a kid. Yeah. And I just, yeah, so I just text my love interest. I'm sorry. All right. And you're like backing out of the driveway or out of the uh, 
parking lot, and you see the kid is now staring at him as he's looking at the, at the vehicle, like like staring daggers at him. The kid staring daggers at my love interest. Mm-hmm. Like what? What the fuck was that? So you back out, start going down the street, and in the background you see a flash. Did you just fucking kill my love interest? A flash like that Nuket burger went up? No, no. Well, like a fucking gunshot. And that's where we'll end it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesk. Background music by Machinima Sound. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. Looking for more Resting Glitchface pay data? Become a patron. Patreon.com slash Resting Glitchface. Would you like to email the cast? Send those emails down the line to restingglitchfacepod at gmail.com.